This is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Everybody is feeling it today. It is the weekend eve. Kind of sort of. It's Thursday. I'm pretty sure you knew that. But uh, humorous anyways. January the 12th, straight up 12 o'clock. Which means we have got two hours ahead here on the Workday Red Zone. We appreciate you tuning in wherever you are tuned in. On your radio dial, multiple places you can find us. Or, hey, maybe you're streaming at 95.3. The ticket.com reminder that you can take us with you on the go, which we will nag you about for the rest of our lives. Download the tune in app, search for KEDA, and then just hit play. You'll be all set there. If you want to shout at us, uh, that's easy enough. 9303776 is the number to call on the right fiber hotline by Ritter Communications. You can also weigh in with us. Oh, I don't like your answers on Twitter so far. We'll see how that changes. Uh, you can also weigh in with us on social media, facebook.com slash the ticket radio. One place to find us on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie, uh, or using use the hashtag WDRZ is uh, is another one of those. I am Kara Richie, and I'm joined here in hour one, brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors by Keith Merritt, who has been inside Office Interiors many times in my life. I just came from an office across the street. It doesn't have you know. I don't know if, if David Martin Office Interiors would have like this giant football background thing we've got going here in the, the KNEA studio or or not. I know they got some great desk and chairs. I don't, I don't know about that, though. Yeah, I don't know if they go to wall hanging. It's kind of a one-of-a-kind item. Yeah. Also, it is slightly inaccurate because it is a football field behind us. If you've never seen inside the KDA studio, we've got like this giant Arkansas State football field up on the wall. It's perfect size, perfectly fits the, the room, but it is also 101 yards long it is what it is oh well actually it's 96 yards long 96 yards long. well it doesn't have yard markers there it has an extra yard marker there so it's a, a field not really one of the things i had on my list of items to talk about today so that just tells you how on track we already are two minutes into the show uh let's bring alex galbraith into the conversation as he's producing for us here this noon hour as well alex you doing all right yeah i'm doing good i uh i, I don't have an office i have a cubicle but one day maybe i will have one one day and i can get the uh office interior stuff going there on. there you go yeah. there you go i will say <laughs> Sometimes at EAB, you kind of just uh, inherit things <laughs> in the office. So, for yeah. example, I think I probably moved into my office, I have no idea when, we'll say three, four years ago. The chair moved into my office, I'm guessing, in 1988. Because it is not. <laughs> you can't get the chair out of your office. Actually, I cannot. It's kind of like stuck into the desk in a certain way, which, by the way, it's still comfortable. It's just not as aesthetically pleasing as perhaps a new office chair would be. Also inherited like some walkie-talkies and um a lot of, you know, floppy disk also probably from 1988. So uh we're great. Yeah. We're great at uh throwing things away here at We like to be vintage here. <laughs> vintage. That's, what it is, yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to discuss it. Not the only vintage conversation we'll get into today, by the way, but uh I tell you what, uh let's go through the the rest of the opening spiel here. And throw some headlines your way and and start throwing out there some of the things we're going to be discussing today here on the program. 
Of course, uh, Sunbelt's play resumes tonight. Arkansas State men's basketball. Look at a snap. A three-game losing streak as they take on Texas State at First National Bank Arena. Both teams entering the game with matching 9-8 and eight overall records. Uh, the team split their two meetings last season. Both teams winning at home, so the Red Wolves did get the win in Jonesboro. Your game time tonight at 7. Pre-game coverage starting at 6.30 on 107.9 K-Fine. Uh, a, a, another reminder, and we'll continue to remind you of this throughout the basketball season, the red entrance is still a no-go. Until further notice, please use the yellow or the green entrance if you are attending anything. Those are open. Yeah, attending anything at First National Bank Arena, no-go on the red entrance. Meanwhile, the A-State women's team going to be looking for its first league win in Hattiesburg against Southern Miss. Teams have not met on the court since 2000. And uh, this is going to be, of course, the first meeting ever as Sunbelt Conference foes. Fun storyline with this one that we'll get into later on in the program. We've already talked to you a little bit about it yesterday. But uh, that game, of course, is going to be right here for you on the ticket. Cade Carlton on the call. 6 o'clock tip-off, 5.30 pregame. In last night's action, 15th-ranked Arkansas saw its 17-game home win streak snapped with a 64, excuse me, 84-69. Had my numbers reversed there. 84-69 loss to number 4 Alabama. Devontae Davis, one of four hogs in double figure, 16 points, game high, 10 rebounds. Also last night, the Memphis Grizzlies picked up their eighth straight victory with a 135-129 win over San Antonio. We're going to touch on a lot of those topics that we just went over uh, throughout the course of the next couple of hours. But, you know, if you're if you're like me, sometimes you kind of wonder, you know, you're kind of trying to figure out what you're getting into right now as as a, a sports fan um because i my for me the sports i love the most i i enjoy college basketball i i enjoy the nba i enjoy the grizzlies but i love college football and i love pro baseball so obviously college football is is in the rear view yeah and we're still 77 days out from opening Pitchers day. And catchers. Yeah. So I'm kind of just looking around for <laughs> different news and notes this time of year. But one thing that we do keep tabs on a lot this time of year is the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame voting. And the reason we're so able to to keep tabs on that is because there is a guy out there by the name of Ryan Thibodeau and he keeps tabs on all of the ballots that comes in and makes a Hall of Fame tracker. And we'll look at his Hall of Fame tracker in a moment, but I'm going the really long way and asking our KavanaughCars.com question. So uh, let's talk about one of the guys that's on the ballot. I want to know today if you think Scott Rowland is a Hall of Famer. Yes or no. There is no middle ground on today's vote. You get one of two options. Uh, Again, um, the voting is underway, has been underway. And this announcement is going to be made uh, on January the 24th. So less than two weeks away from knowing what this year's Hall of Fame class is going to look like. Roland fell 47 votes shy in 2022. But he has been a guy that has been, since his first year on the ballot, has had a, a pretty significant upward trajectory in the percentage of votes that he's gotten Every single year. You have to get 75% to get in. He was in the 60s last year. Right now, if you look at the Hall of Fame vote tracker, he is in. However, 
One thing to keep in mind with that tracker is they don't get every single vote. So there's always some votes out there that they don't get to track ahead of time. They won't find out until later. And so usually those votes that are not revealed ahead of time, sometimes those voters are a little stingier with (laughs) their votes. So it's certainly not a sure thing that Roland is going to get in despite the fact that right now he's got a really great percentage. Right now, if you look where Scott Rowland is at, I love the I love the guy that does this, by the way. He just puts everything in a big old giant spreadsheet. Let you go through and look at all the information. Uh, right now, so far, uh, Scott Rowland, in terms of the known ballots, has almost 82% of the vote. Good. So again, as Keith mentioned, got to be north of 75 to get in. It could be 75.01. You just got to be... And the people who don't send their ballots to Mr. Thibodeau tend to be like Statler and Waldorf from The Muppet Show. They're cranky. Yeah. They don't vote for anybody sometimes. Right now, there is only about... They estimate that there's going to be about 400 total ballots turned in all day. And right now, there's only... Been about 145 released. So, so you can tell that there's just there's a ton more votes, a ton more ballots that have to come in. It takes 10 years of membership in the Baseball Writers Association of America to get a Hall of Fame vote. Mm-hmm. If you then stop covering baseball, you keep your Baseball Hall of Fame vote. And that has been a bit of a problem in getting... Some players elected. Sure. It's uh, the voting process itself has been criticized by even some of the by fellow the voters. members of the BB yeah. WAA. As well as uh, from additional voices in Major League Baseball. But right now, in his sixth year on the ballot again, Scott Rowland just a little bit north of 81%. Of course, if you look at his resume, the thing that is is great for Roland, of course, is is his defense. It's the fact that when he was in his peak years, when he was good, he was really, really, really good. Really good. And he was really, really good at everything. When he wasn't, you know, he was hurt by the fact that during some of those peak years, or what should have been peak years, he was hurt. And then also, through no fault of his own, there is a really, really small number of third basemen in the Hall of Fame compared to other positions. In fact, the only other spot uh, on the diamond with fewer Hall of Fame members elected is at catcher. So he's got an uphill battle there through no fault of his own. So yes, if you're voting yes, it's because Scott Rowland was great. If you're voting no, uh, maybe it's for one of the reasons that I just listed, or maybe you have a different reason. But again, that is our KavanaughCars.com. My argument is that there need to be more third basemen in the Hall of Fame. I'll stump for Ken Boyer all day long. End of the night. (laughs) Is Scott Rowland a Hall of Famer? We look forward to your feedback today. We'll step aside, though, and take our first break. Here this noon hour brought to you by David Martin Office. Interiors phone lines open during the break, 930-3776. we got hoops on tap tonight. We'll talk about it when we return on the ticket.
When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how do I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. The H-Day women play at Southern Miss Thursday at 6 on the Ticket Radio Network, while the men host Texas State at 7 on 107.9 K-Fine. Red Wolves basketball brought to you in part by Centennial Bank, 1812 Pizza, Arkansas State University, more air conditioning, Mr. T's, Jim's Pawn Shop, NEA Golf Cart, Bamboo Japanese Cuisine, Calmer Solutions, Farmers Insurance Agent Sarah Tipton, JT White Hardware and Lumber, Farmers and Merchants Bank, David Martin Office Furniture, Purcell Tire and Service Center, and Crumble Cookies. All right, Kelly, so I need some help. I'm trying to find my wife some new lingerie and some loungewear for her birthday, and i got to be honest, I don't even know where to go and where to start. I know the place. Go to Honey Hush. Honey Hush is a bra and loungewear boutique that has so many bras to choose from. I mean, that's great, but my wife will say she can never find a bra that fits. Right. Well, they have wired and non-wired bras, bras with extended cup and band sizes, and hard-to-find sizes. Honey Hush offers brands your wife will love, like Notori, Evelyn and Bobby, and Curvy Couture. So I'm guessing she would love Honey Hush. Honey Hush not only carries bras and lingerie, but they have the comfiest loungewear and pajama sets, robes, cardigans, and athletic wear. But what if I don't know my wife's sizes? That's okay. Honey Hush has gift cards. Let her go shopping and pick out exactly what she wants. Honey Hush also offers free fittings. Okay, so this also sounds perfect and i'm gonna head to honey hush guys if you're looking for the perfect gift for your girl head to honey hush 2701 paula drive in jonesboro or find them on facebook just search honey hush whether you're building a home repairing it or just starting a do-it-yourself project trust jt white hardware and lumber to help you get the job done jt white hardware and lumber has been family owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for anderson windows and doors trust the name the pros trust and the one used on the most building sites jt white hardware and lumber all the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. JT White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A-State Red Wolves. If you're craving a sweet, delicious, mouth-watering treat, head to Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. Crumble's cookie menu rotates weekly. Hey, Charlotte, tell us about the flavors we can savor this week at Crumble. This week's Crumble specials are confetti cake, peanut butter cup, lemon cheesecake, rocky road, classic pink sugar, and of course... Their signature milk chocolate chip. Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. Download the Crumble Cookies app or go to crumblecookies.com. You'll eat every last crumb. At Right Fiber, we're proud to be backed by Ritter Communications, which has a legacy of connecting local communities for more than a century. That tradition of excellence continues with the selection of Right Fiber as the chosen internet partner for the city of Jonesboro. This means a better, faster connection, plus no hidden fees, no contracts, unlimited data, free installation, and Wi-Fi. As Jonesboro's chosen partner, we're excited to finally bring Jonesboro residents the internet you deserve. Right Fiber by Ritter Communications. Right by you. The Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, the largest bridal expo in the region, is coming up Sunday, January the 29th. This is our 26th year for the Bridal Expo, where we've connected over 7,000 brides with businesses all over the area to create their dream wedding. For booth space for the Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, contact Lori at 870-930-0910. That's 870-930-0910. It's the largest bridal expo in Northeast Arkansas. Sunday, January 29th at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. Don't delay. Call for booth space today at 870-930-0910. We are Lions. We bring hope where it's needed. We are a global force for good. Support causes that matter. Change lives. Change communities. Change the world. We can do more together than we can alone. Join in. 
Experience the joy of serving. Be part of the movement. Give back. Let's unite the world for good. We are Lions. You can be too. Visit WeServe.org. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara, Keith, and Alex hanging out here in this noon hour brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. Our KevinOnCars.com question today is Scott Rowland, a Hall of Famer. This is a yes or no question. So pick one of those for your answer, 9303776. Or maybe we'll let you think about it for a moment if you need to crunch the numbers. And if you do, we'll go ahead and get into some A-State hoops talk. Um, 7 o'clock tonight, the tip-off at First National Bank Arena for A-State and Texas State. And you guys know what to make of the Red Wolves right now, although we'll talk about some additional storylines with this team. And the overall feeling with with A-State so far is that um, this has been a team that seems like it's playing its best defense of the Bellotto era. Uh, they've been excellent at slowing down their opponents. They've been excellent uh, in so many different ways. Uh, just, I mean, all of these games so far have been in the 60s. That's usually pretty solid defensively. The issue is that Arkansas State has not been able to outscore those opponents that are scoring in the 60s. Uh, and that has been a struggle, Is uh, especially there with that Alabama road trip. You know, A-State just did not shoot the basketball well at all and that's what led to to those setbacks uh the texas state series has not been kind to a state in in recent years we did mention that last year these teams split the series so texas state won in texas state a state won in a state great good stuff there prior to that though (laughs) texas state had won uh 10 straight in that series so they've really handled Arkansas State well over the past few years now of course though this is these are both new rosters and new things going on I'm not uh, I've said this a few times I'm not really sure what to make of Texas State just like so many other teams in the Sun Belt, they have wins over uh, Mid-America Christian. They have a win over the Science and Arts School of Oklahoma. They have a loss at Rice. They had a loss at UTSA. Had a loss at Hawaii. The thing that kind of raises your eyebrows with Texas State is that they also had a loss to Mary Harden Baylor. I know where that is because it's got the word Baylor in it. So that makes me know that it is a Texas school. <laughs> other than that, other than that, never in a million years could I find that school on a map. Which I know there are people who look at A-State's schedule and they're like, never in a million years could I find that non-D1 school on a map. That's hard to find non-D1 schools <laughs> yeah. on a map. But just trying to piece your head around what... Texas State is going to look like tonight. I mean, your guess is as good as mine. Because to sum up, or to close out 2022, there in the month of, of December, they lost four out of their last five. 
in that month. And again, one of those, the, the <clears throat> loss that started that stretch was the loss to Mary Harden Baylor. Their only win down the stretch in the month of December was against that science and art school that once again, I know where it's at because it literally says Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah, on their, on their schedule. Other than that, I mean, a science and art, there's probably one in every state. Could have been the Science and Arts School of Alaska, unless it was no- noted. Who knows? Uh, but they, they also lost to ULM and Troy. Those are teams that A-State has also lost against. And then all of a sudden, the new year hits. And I guess Texas State was like, well, maybe we should get it together. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the, the message was there. But then they went on the road. And in what is a, a tough travel situation, got a win at James Madison on a Thursday. And followed it up with a win at South Alabama on a Saturday. And you can't get there from here. You can't get from James Madison to South Alabama in one day. They did. I suspect the Star Trek transporter was involved. (laughs) There are undoubtedly some additional charters being taken this year around the Sunbelt Conference as opposed to to previous years. Uh, But now, as far as which Texas State team is is going to show up tonight you know is it is it going to be the one that allowed 71 points to mary harden baylor and 72 points to the science and arts school of oklahoma or is it going to be the one that held the jaguars to 58 and that was actually the last team that was that was on the court it seems like everywhere and and this is not necessarily a sunbelt conference thing this is kind of a collegiate thing at this day and age when you look at rosters now you've either got a guy or girl that's been there for like six seasons and you cannot figure out how they still have eligibility or you've got a new player. (laughs) It's like there's no... Lots of new players all over college basketball. It seems like there's no middle ground. And when you look at this Texas State roster, Mason Harrell is, uh, is still around. And he's one of those guys that it's just like, all right, how, how in the world... Is, is he still there? But one of the reasons he continues to play is because he's still really, really good. And that's the guy State is going to have to to deal with um, coming up tonight. You know, he averages 17 points per game. And he's just a great player. He's been a great player for a really, really long time. So that's the challenge tonight is being able to just be better offensively than A-State has been. And that's going to be tough because Texas State is very good defensively. Um, When you look at some of the things that that could be a challenge tonight for the Red Wolves, this is once again a team that that doesn't turn it over a lot. Um, They are good at forcing a lot of steals. It's a team that, you know, thankfully does not shoot it from deep. Well, which has been a little bit of an, an A-State Achilles heel. But they do defend it from three pretty decently. So you've got some interesting things on how these teams are going to match up statistically. Personnel-wise, curious if we're going to see Isaiah Nelson tonight or not. Coach Bellotto said earlier in the week that he had, um, I'm, I'm not sure what exactly happened in practice, but he had a little bit of an injury, so he was, he's day-to-day. And that's been a guy that's been in A-State starting lineup a few times this year, a true freshman with all the potential in the world. So he's a big piece. Yeah. You need to have him in the lineup, if at all possible. But if he's hurt, he's hurt. You can't play him. Yeah. 
You certainly don't want him to get more hurt yeah. by trying to force him back out there before he's ready. You also wondered tonight, you know, what the status of, of uh, Malcolm Farrington is going to be. He's healthy, but he's not been on the court much. And I think Coach Pilato's kind of challenged him a little bit. In fact, saying in his Tuesday media session that he needs Malcolm to, to defend like they want to defend to be able to continue to get those minutes. Everyone on the planet knows Malcolm Farrington can shoot. He's very, very good at that. But Coach Pilato has kind of challenged him to guard the other guy. Yeah, guard the other shooter and be able to step up in, in that aspect. A-State needs a win. Uh, don't have to – everybody knows that. You know, they're 1-3 right now in, in Sunbelt Conference play. Right now, when you look at the Sunbelt standings, it's a big old jumbled mess. <laughs> you got 14 teams that are between 3-1 and one and 1-3. One and so there is – even though it's a little early for somebody to break away from the pack, period, no matter what league you're in um, – you no s- one's doing it. Yeah, and, and you still don't want to be left behind. You don't want to put yourself in a situation where everything is going to be an uphill battle because you're losing so many of these games early. But this is, you know, a tough stretch coming up right now for A-State men's basketball. And just from a win-loss record perspective, Texas State tonight and then App State to close out the month are on paper your easiest opponents. The four opponents... In the meantime, between those two, have averaged about 13 wins so far this season. A piece. So, I mean, you got you got four good teams coming up on the way. You need to make a little bit of a hay tonight against a team that has struggled maybe just a little bit. Texas State is favored by three, by the way, with an over-under of 121. So, it looks like it's going to be low scoring on paper. Vegas thinks it's going to be low scoring. First team to 65. Yeah, that could certainly uh, be... be a big one. A-State has not scored. Well, they scored above 65 against ULM in that loss, but other than that, uh, the last time they scored above 65-1 and was against Little Rock. The last time that Texas State scored above 65 points was that science and arts school. So, (laughs) defense and and a little bit more defense tonight for A-State. Once again, you will not be able to use the red entrance. Just going to continue to remind just, everybody just that. Just forget yeah. about the red entrance. It doesn't exist until they tell you all the mess has been cleaned up. Yeah. So it'll still continue to be a, a little bit there on that. Some additional fun A-State news. Mm, saw some new threads drop today. And I'll tell you what, we'll tell you about that after the break. Let's go ahead and, and step aside and take one of those. By the way, if you're uh, wanting to hear more about the A-State women's game, we'll, we'll get to that in the second hour of the program as they're on the road tonight at Southern Miss. But uh, we do need to step aside. Our phone lines will be open during the break. We'll be back right after this here on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Grain prices rebounding. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB Noon Market Report. March corn at 673 up 17 with May corn at 671 and a half up 16 and a quarter. January soybeans at 1538 and a half up 23 and a half. March soybeans at 1524 and a half up 31 and a half. March wheat at 743 and a half up 3 and a half with May wheat at 751 and a quarter up 3. March cotton at 8278 down 148. May cotton at 8299 down 140. January rice at 1747 unchanged with March rice at 1796 up 19. 
Moving on to livestock now. February live cattle at 157.10, down 65. With April live cattle at 162.5, down 60. January feeder cattle at 182.10, down 102.5. March feeder cattle at 183.90, down 165. February lean hogs at 78.50, down 80. With April lean hogs at 86.82.5, down 157.5. That's your EAB noon market report brought to you by Pico Foods. Now buying corn and milo direct from local producers in Arkansas, Alabama, Missouri, and Mississippi. Farmers, before you book your 23-24 corn and milo, call Pico Foods. Pico Foods is buying both new crop and stored corn and milo right now at competitive prices. The eighth largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a fourth-generation family-owned business, Pico Foods believes in supporting local producers, so they buy corn and milo from farmers year-round and at always competitive prices. Call today. In Arkansas, Missouri, David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, contact Craig Bird or John Taylor Hickman, 601-670-9383. Jose works on a farm. Safety is important. His boss calls 811 to determine where it's okay to dig. This protects Jose from hitting an underground line and from serious injury. Because Jose can't tell exactly where or how deep the lines are, he doesn't dig until 811 tells him it's safe. The most important thing is that Jose works safe and goes home to his family. For more information, visit farmsafe811.org. A message from the Pipeline Operators for Ag Safety Campaign. Make today more interesting with Bentley's online sports betting action. You can bet on pro and college games with Bentley, the only online sports book in Arkansas and Tennessee. And right now, every new customer can cash in on a $250 risk-free first bet. Download the Bentley Sportsbook app now in the Apple and Google Play Store or visit Bentley.com. With Bentley, every game matters. Must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas or Tennessee to bet. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. The great taste of 1812 pizza that you've enjoyed for years in Manila and Jonesboro has made its way to downtown Paragol. That's right. The newest 1812 pizza location is now open at 223 North Pruitt Street in Paragol. And they're bringing the area's best selection of pizzas, sandwiches, and salads with them. Dine in with them downtown or enjoy it at home with carryout. There are now more ways than ever to enjoy 1812 pizza on Ray Street and Hilltop in Jonesboro and now at 223 North Pruitt in downtown Paragol. Eat local with 1812 Pizza Company. Eliminate, manage, and prevent pain in the comfort of your own home or workplace with Haynes Chiropractic. No traffic, no check-in, no wait. Haynes Chiropractic makes house calls. Don't let back pain keep you down. I'll come to you. Visit Haynes-Chiropractic.com to complete a pre-screening questionnaire. Same-day appointments may be available. Call 870-686-2252. That's 870-686-2252. Call me, Dr. Timothy Haynes, and schedule a house call today. The 2023 St. Louis Cardinals Caravan is coming to the Red Wolf Convention Center at the Embassy Suites in Jonesboro at noon on Saturday, January the 14th. The Caravan features the Cardinals' number one prospect, Jordan Walker, pitcher Andre Pallante, Arkansas native and top ten prospect, Tink Kids, Cardinal alums, Jason Simon-Tachi and Benji Molina, plus Cardinal announcer Ricky Horton. Get free autographs for the first 400 children, 15 and under. The St. Louis Cardinals Caravan, Saturday, January 14th at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro, brought to you by the EAB Sports Network. Turn it up and annoy your co-workers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara, Keith, and Alex hanging out with you in this noon hour. Brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors 9720180. 
is how to reach out to David Morton Office Interiors if you need a reset for your office, of course. Get the right fiber hotline open and hopping. Bootsy's with us on the phone. How are you? Hey, Kara. Good. How are you? Hey, doing all right. Well, you know, Kara, I spent the last several weeks uh, just rattling, you know, just wrecking my brain trying to figure out how we can get a state back to the top in football and basketball and such. And uh, you know what? I, I, I haven't come up with any answers. <laughs> uh, and here's the thing that I'm wondering about. You know, with with the transfer portal the way it is, uh, you can't, as a coach, you can't really hang your hat on anything. Of, you know, what I'm getting at is, you rec- let's just say you recruit a high school player. Mm-hmm. And, of course, all high school players need to they need development. They need time. Well, with the way things are now, the chances of a high school player, no matter how good they are, the chances of that player making it to even the junior year or even the sophomore year seem like it's becoming slimmer every day. And so the coaches are going to have to figure out a way to speed up the development of kids. Now, how in the world do you do that, you know, a kid needs he needs to hit the weight room, or she needs to hit the weight room. That takes time. That takes off season and spring and off and that sort of thing. And oftentimes, a kid will be gone after one year. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, Carrie. I'm just wondering. Have you, you thought about it's, this? It's just like anything else. You adapt. You hold on to what you can. You don't worry about the fact that there are always going to be guys out there coming to get your guys because if not, you're never going to sleep again. And you make sure that you always are out there <laughs> looking at other teams' talent. Who can you bring in that can boost your roster and, and fill holes? It's going to be a constantly fluctuating situation, and you have to adapt. Well, you know, and that what you said brings me to the other thing I was going to ask about. Do you think it's going to get to the point to where coaches are going – the coaching staff is going to have to have someone whose sole responsibility is to scour games, watch for talents, create a database of of, of, of players at different positions, so that you know when you have a need or if someone gets in the portal, you can jump on that really quickly. Do you think they already come have to that? that, Bootsy? They already have that. They might not have that at A-State because A-State doesn't have millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars to pay their assistants. But I bet at Alabama they have no less than four guys that are already assigned to that specific duty and no other duty. Yeah, I, I, I wish I had millions of dollars to help, but I don't. I don't. Well, yeah, that's what I've been thinking about. and It just seems like uh, there's just no – you just can't hang your head on anything. You get a player – you know, maybe they transfer in, they're a good player, uh, and next thing you know, they're gone. And it doesn't matter again. And the thing is, you, you can't hang your hat on, well, it's not a matter of playing time, it's not a matter of, you know, experience, it's not a matter of, okay, I want to be close to home. None of the stuff that we used to could hang our hat on applies anymore. <laughs> a kid could literally be here uh, this season and gone the next season. For whatever reason, it doesn't matter. So... I hope that uh, here at A-State we can figure out a way uh, to be able to, as you say, adapt and build up and rebuild our program and get it back to the top of the Sun Belt. 
both football, basketball, whatever. It doesn't matter. Baseball, you name it. Uh, we 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 need some hope here, Kara. Yeah. I don't have any good things to throw out there right now. In terms of it, you just gotta we just gotta watch and see how this staff adapts. Well, hopefully they do. Hopefully next year, uh, this time we will be pleasantly. Uh, I shouldn't say surprised, but, but maybe we'll have, next year this time we'll have a much better better feeling about the direction of our programs than we do at this point in time. Yeah, let's let's hope the uh, start to twenty twenty four is is on a much more optimistic path than that I know some people were feeling at the beginning of this year. Yeah. Well, that's all I got. Nice talking to you. All right. Thank you, Bootsy. Good to hear from you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Look, it's, in a way, in athletics, it's it's always been like that. Adapt or die. We've And, and sometimes it's been more about, you know, the way the game is played. Than, by the way, had, a heads up, the forward pass was legalized today in 1906. There was clearly adaptation there. Or we'd still be or we'd be rugby fans. You've seen some other coaches, you know, throughout. The, coaches have had to adapt defensively when everything got spread out and, and, aired, and aired out. You know, Nick Saban is a great example of adaptation. He's not the same coach from a football perspective that he was 10, 15 years ago. These coaches at power programs now are not the same coaches they were from a recruiting perspective 10 or 15 years ago. The way that you talk. And interact to young people with inter- with young people today is different than it was ten or fifteen years ago. You adapt or die. There's clearly a lot of coaches out there that are able to adapt because they've done this for a long time, and the ones that don't get fired. <laughs> that's just that's, and that, that's the way it that's is. That's the way it goes. So I, uh, I I feel like this staff can can adapt. I feel like there's some some intelligent people uh, that work for a state football. So you. You just have to adapt, and that's that's all you can do. And right now, you know, with all of these changes coming in football at the same time, you know, there is a lot of of adapting on the fly. But that's what's going on in in 131 different football offices now. You know, it's not the same across the board because you have areas that have the funds to have larger staffs that make it easier to adapt. I don't know. I mean, and obviously, this is going to be one of the biggest football staffs, and and they have the most resources in the country. Alabama has. 10 different people on their staff directory that are just listed as football analysts. (laughs) Multiple of of those guys are going to be people who just strictly do portal stuff now. They are able to adapt. Where you've got smaller uh, departments, where you've got less resources, it could be a little bit more of a struggle because you're still doing some of the old things and you're trying to adapt to learn how to do some of the new things and it's all going on at the same time. So it's certainly not an apples-to-apples comparison, but... A-State has had to adapt in the past. It hasn't always been pretty. Adapting from AA to to 1A was not always pretty. But A-State has been able to adapt before. They'll be able to adapt now. We have some A-State breaking news, by the way. There's a baseball schedule. They start in February. They do. They do. In fact, opening day for Arkansas State baseball is one month. And five days away. And goodness gracious, look at these home games. Holy moly. Tommy Raffo's got to be in his office doing a jig. 
right now. This is this is insane. Uh, these are more. <laughs> this is surely got to be more home games than I think I've ever seen on an Arkansas State baseball roster, or excuse me, schedule. Excuse it's me. a record. It, it's got to be. It, it has got to be. This is uh, this is a ton. And actually, the press release just hit the inbox right now, so we'll see uh, where this where this ranks in terms of all time home games. But let's. Uh, the season's going to open at the Tom on February the 17th. Is A-State is going to be hosting UAPB. They're also going to host a series uh, on the weekend against Illinois State in February, a midweek series against Mississippi Valley State that uh, is on February 28th and March the 1st. There is one road game <laughs> in the entire month of February. It's at Ole Miss. That's been pretty standard for the past several years. That very first midweek game, that very first Tuesday yeah. that A-State plays, there's been a ton, a ton of years when that has been at Ole Miss. That's going to be the case this year. Um, additional home non-conference series going to be against Missouri State. It's an awfully good team, has yeah, been for a while. They've, Great program. A-State played there last year. So they'll make the return trip this year. Eastern Illinois going to be in Jonesboro as well. And that's going to be the last non-conference weekend series. Of course, you've got uh, a trip in terms of the midweek, a, a trip to Mississippi State, a trip to uh, Baumwalker to face Arkansas. You've got some home-and-homes with, with Little Rock. Uh, I think with uh, home-and-home with, with Memphis in terms of the midweeks. So some cool stuff there. Maybe not a home-and-home home with Memphis. I'm trying to see. Trying to glance over this on the fly. You got a home game against Murray State. Ole Miss is in Jonesboro so on April home, the 18th. Yeah. yeah, a home and home with Ole Miss has been has been going on that way for for a while. A home and home, Little Rock. Uh, there, oh, there is a home and home with with Memphis. I just wasn't looking all the way to May yet. And then of course that Sun Belt schedule is going to be tough because it's a great league. Road trip to Louisiana. To open Sun Belt conference. <laughs> One of these days, one of the, it is on the sports bucket list to go to a series at Teague Moore and just sit right next to the Cajun Cooking Club. So I can be there both for easy access for food, but then also to continually smell it wafting over throughout the game. Uh, but that's in mid-March when Sunbelt Conference play will begin the first home conference series. It's going to be March 24th. That's against ULN. And uh, by the way, the conference series alternate throughout the entire season, home road or road home. They start on the road. So don't have back-to-back road series. Don't That's have back-to-back good. home series. Yeah. So uh, so it goes Louisiana on the road, ULM and Jonesboro. A trip to Texas State, JMU at the top. A trip to Georgia State, ODU at the top. Trip to Southern Miss. Then Troy at the top. Trip to App, South Alabama and Jonesboro to close out league play that trip to app is going to be interesting i've made that trip and that's that's one of the weirdest baseball stadiums i have ever been in it looks pretty in pictures though oh it looks wonderful it's just it's on the top of a hill of course here at appalachian state everything is either on the top of a hill or at the bottom of a hill there are no different you know that's the only thing you've got there was a, a a website or a what a post or whatever you want to call it yesterday from College Baseball Nation, and they went through and actually did a preseason top fifty. And A State's going to face seven 
of those teams. <laughs> of course, the SEC teams that are on the schedule. Yeah. In in Ole Miss and in Arkansas and Mississippi State, but then also, you know, Southern Miss is going to be viewed some places as as a top ten team. Texas State top twenty five, top thirty team. You look at some other rankings, you're going to see Louisiana, Old Dominion, in in top fifty rankings. So again, a uh, a tough schedule there. And again, knew it would be. A state baseball, they they knew it was going to be a tough slate. Tommy Raffo knew it was going to be a tough slate with conference play. So interesting stuff in terms of you know I was going going through earlier and trying to look. I had a hunch this news would be coming out soon. Just trying to look at some stats and some returners and things like that. And I'm gonna need a couple more days to, to <laughs> sort through that. There are some players coming back that I'm I'm excited about. Uh, you know, in in terms of in terms of hitting, I, I loved watching Daedric Kale last year just as a true freshman. I thought he got acclimated to college ball very very well, and I'm excited to see what he's going to do as as a sophomore. Some other guys that are going to be able to help in uh, help the lineup as well, and then pitching wise, you know, Tyler Jeans. This is his last year. He was a state's leader in ERA. And uh, did some work in terms of as a starter. Did some work in terms of out of the pin as well. He's going to be back. Kevin Wiseman's going to be back, who was the team's closer last season. So you've got some pieces to build around. But really uh, curious to see what Alan Dunn is going to do in year two with that that pitching staff. Should be interesting stuff. Again, season opener, February the seventeenth at Tomlinson Stadium. Kelfield against UAPB. We'll clearly talk a lot more baseball between now and then. we got to step aside for a break, though. Our, our KavanaughCars.com question is baseball-related. We'll tell you more about it when we come back here on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on The Ticket Radio Network. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. At one point this season, the Miami Dolphins looked like a legit contender of the AFC. But after a slew of injuries to quarterback Tua Tonga-Vailoa, the team lost five of its last six games and barely squeaked into the playoffs. With Tua now officially ruled out for the weekend, Miami is going to have their work cut out for them against the Bills as they're two touchdown underdogs. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle are a dangerous duo. However, with Skylar Thompson under center, utilizing the wideout strengths could be difficult for Mike McDaniel on the Dolphins offense. But after a scary season where Tua has had two reported concussions and a possible third unreported head injury, rushing the QB back onto the field would be an awful look for the league that's continued to work on preventing concussions and other head injuries. And although that may be a tough pill for Miami to swallow, messing around with a player's health after a lengthy history of concussions this season would be a major step back for the NFL. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. This message is brought to you by Discover. Did you know you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection? The latest innovation from Discover. Discover will help regularly remove your personal information like your name and address from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And they'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. That's discover.com slash online privacy protection. 
We all drive. Sooner or later, we're going to have to replace our tires. I trust the experts at TireRack.com. For over 40 years, they've been revolutionizing tire buying. Go to TireRack.com radio and tell them what you drive. They'll show you tires that are a perfect fit. Not sure where to start? Their easy-to-use tire decision guide shows you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Their extensive selection includes Sumitomo High Performance, All-Season, CUV, SUV, and light truck tires. TireRack.com. In a new year with many changes to come, one thing you can always count on staying the same is Mr. T's being open 365 days a year in 2023. Mr. T's is the home of the coldest beer at the absolute lowest prices. And no matter which direction you're coming from, it's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. Either cross those Kahlua-colored waters of the St. Francis River at Riverside or head to Mr. T's Express in Red Onion, Missouri. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. The A-State men's basketball team returns home Thursday night against Texas State. Tip-off is set for 7 o'clock, and it's presented by Ford. It's the start of a four-game Sunbelt homestand for the Red Bulls, and you can get a lower-level seat to all four games for just $60. Go to astateredbulls.com for details. Plus, stay in your seat at halftime for performances by the Red Bulls dancers and the Cheers Unlimited Chiefs. It's the A-State men in Texas State, Thursday night at 7. Be there with your Wolves up for A-State basketball. Tax time is drive now time at Car Today because we just say yes. Yes to offering you a great selection of Carfax verified cars, trucks, and SUVs that you can buy now and pay later. Use part of your expected tax refund as a down payment and drive away today. Bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, no problem. Because at Car Today, we know bad things happen to good people. And all of our vehicles come with our peace of mind package included, which is free warranty, free oil changes, debt protection, sales tax financed available, and satisfaction guarantee. And with tax time at Car Today, you bring us your pay stub, and we'll use part of your expected tax refund right now to get you into the car, truck, or SUV you need. So stop by Car Today and see how you really can buy now and pay later. Plus, when 10 people you refer buy a vehicle from us, we will pay off your it's tax time at Car Today, 3404 Stadium in Jonesboro or neacartoday.com. Just say yes. Um, hello? Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930 3776. Uh. Hey, last segment here in this noon hour brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. One quick follow up on. What we were talking about in the previous segment, we went through that newly released Arkansas State baseball schedule. Again, play's going to get underway February the 17th at the Tom. And it is, in fact, a program record amount of home games for Tommy Raffo and the Red Wolves. 35 home games on that 56-game slate. Pretty cool stuff. I'm already... Trying to remember where my giant poofy jacket is for that February seventeenth <laughs> home series to get to get mentally ready for uh, some some chilly nights at the beginning of the season out at the Tom. But uh, I love it, love baseball season. Already looking forward to the Green Slam banquet uh, that'll be going on uh, that Monday before the season gets underway, and just uh, cannot wait. We have a baseball cars.com question today. By the way, we're asking you today if you think Scott Rowland is a Hall of Famer. And I know I know Keith's answer because we've discussed it during the break, but. Keith, share share with the group. Yes. 
Okay. Scott Rowland was at one point in his career was the best third baseman in baseball. If you are the best at your position in baseball at any point, I think that that makes you a Hall of Famer. Yeah, that there's no question in my mind. Now, are there other guys on this ballot that I think are Hall of Famers? Yeah. There are I think Billy Wagner's a Hall of Famer. Okay. Yeah. Do I think Bobby Abreu is a Hall of Famer? No, but it's closer than you might think. Yeah. Um, I think Todd Helton is a Hall of Famer. Okay. Not just because he played half his games at altitude. He hit the ball when he was away from Coors Field. So. That was a long-time argument with Larry Walker, and he's yeah. eventually a guy that was able to, to get in. The, you know, there, there are a number of... Very strong candidates, but I think Scott Rowland, yes, he's a Hall of Famer. He should be elected this year. Now, there is a certain subset of Hall of Fame voters that are doing their darndest to keep people out of the Hall of Fame. I think those voters should be fired, not from their day jobs, but you don't want to get anybody into the Hall of Fame. You don't need to vote on the Hall of Fame. See ya. Yeah. Now, there are some voters that have chosen not to vote in Hall of Fame elections. They're eligible to vote, but they say it is a conflict of interest with the work that I do covering baseball, so I will not vote. That's okay. I don't mind those guys because they're not making it harder for somebody to get to the 75%. It doesn't change the percentages if you don't turn in a ballot. If you don't turn in a ballot, yeah. Now, if you turn in a blank ballot. That affects the percentages. Yes. Those are the guys that I would like to put my size 13 through. Just And see how far they'd bounce. <laughs> Cantankerous for an old man. <laughs> Most but, of them aren't going to bounce very far, I feel fairly confident in, in that. Uh, you know, Scott Rowland, as we've we've mentioned right now, in terms of public ballots, is, is polling over 81%. Um, additionally, Todd Helton is at almost 80%. So he is... He, he may wind yeah. up getting in. Uh, on the flip side, you know, uh, there's, there's one guy that is in his 10th and final year on the ballot. That's Jeff Kent. It's not, it's not looking good for him at this point in time. And there's also going to be some first-year guys that do not get the amount of votes they're going to need to to stay on the ballot. Guys like uh, Matt Cain and R.A. Dickey, Jacob Ellsbury, John Lackey, Mike Napoli, Johnny Peralta, and Houston Street. But I'm, they'll be one and done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think R.A. Dickey ought to get on the ballot a second year. Do I think he's a Hall of Famer? No, but I, I, I think. You ought to have a little bit more discussion of his candidacy. The last real knuckleballer. Man. hate that it's kind of that end. It makes me a little sad. Yeah. Oh, there'll be some pitcher who picks it up again, gets people out. Keith, thanks for hanging out with us today. Thanks for having me. Also, a big thank you to Alex for producing in hour number one. you got to be back tomorrow. All right. Uh, let's hit pause. 
<laughs> We've got to take a breather so we can come back, throw a whole other hour at you here on the Workday Red Zone. This is Will Oswald with your Thursday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Plants and Tire Service. In Sunbelt Conference basketball, the A-State men open a four-game homestand this evening as they take on the Texas State Bobcats at First National Bank Arena. Tip-off at 7, pre-game coverage at 6.30 on 107IK. Finding the EEB Rundle Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield. The Arkansas State women hit the road for the first of four straight tonight as they take on the Golden Eagles of Southern Miss in Hattiesburg. That one tips off at 6 o'clock here on the Ticket Radio Network with pre-game coverage starting at 5.30. Last night, Alabama snapped Arkansas' 17-game home winning streak as the fourth-ranked Crimson Tide beat the 15th-ranked Hogs 84-69 at Bud Walton Arena. In the NBA last night, John Morant returned from a two-game absence due to soreness in his right thigh, scored a game-high 38 as the Grizzlies beat the Spurs 135-129. to They'll play at Indiana Saturday evening. Bringing you the best deal on tires since 1963, that's Plaza Tire Service in Jonesboro, Pocahontas, and Kennett, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Registration for the spring semester is underway at East Arkansas Community College. If you want to make a change in the new year, let EACC help you get there. With a lower cost and more support, you'll receive a better overall experience. On campus, virtual and blended classes are available for the spring semester. Returning students can register online. Advising and testing for new students are available on campus and virtually. Call 870-633-4480, extension 252, or email advising at eacc.edu to schedule an appointment for testing or to meet with an advisor. There's never been a better time to enroll in classes at EACC. Choose EACC, a place to grow, to thrive, and to succeed. Register soon. Classes begin Tuesday, January 17th. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Quick Lane is the home of buy three, get one free on tires and oil changes. With tires starting as low as $59 and the everyday low oil change price of $34.99. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes and alignments for all makes and models. Your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is Quick Lane. At the corner of Caraway and Highland, next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. Does this cold weather have you eagerly waiting for summer? Don't let those good times go to waste. Let J&K Lawn Service take care of your property now. Use this downtime to get those land projects out of the way so you can get the most out of your summer months. Tree removal, tree topping, stump grinding, bush hogging, and even tractor work. J&K is licensed and insured to handle any issue, big or small. Call 897-1329 and let the professionals take care of all your lawn and tree projects. J&K Lawn, 870-897-1329. Tenneco on Highway 49 North in Paragold is a diverse company that engineers and manufactures components for nearly every major automotive and commercial vehicle brand. And now there's never been a better time to join the Tenneco team. We're looking for machine operators for all shifts, starting at $18.95 an hour and more for second and third shift. Tenneco also needs material handlers, starting at $19.32 an hour. Benefits include health, vision, 
dental and tuition reimbursement and begin on day one. Apply now online at jobs.tenico.com. That's jobs.tenico.com. Tenico is an equal opportunity employer. Farmers and Merchants Bank announces the lobby of our new branch in Jonesboro is now open. The drive through is an MVP center with live video tellers 7 to 7 weekdays and 9 till noon on Saturdays. So in addition to our beautiful bank on Highland, you can also visit our new branch at the corner of Southwest Drive and Parker. More MVPs, more ATMs, more me banking at Farmers and Merchants Bank. Member FDIC. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. We are an hour through our Thursday here on The Ticket. Kara Ritchie with you here. We made our producer swap at the halfway point. So here to close out today's program, Ryan James. That's right, yeah. It's good to be here. Good day. Yeah, I think so. Hope so. <laughs> so far, so good. we got a question today, which is better than where we were we at go. yesterday. Yep. <laughs> we're ahead of yesterday. Uh, today's CavanaughCars.com question. Is Scott Rowland a Hall of Famer? You can weigh in with us on the phones at 9303776 on the Right Fiber Hotline. You can also weigh in on our Twitter poll at Kara underscore Richie, or you can use the hashtag WDRZ. I haven't checked this poll, I don't even think it's since we posted it. So let's see where the polling numbers are at. Right now it's uh, 55% yes, 45% no. So a little bit of some, some mixed results so far. But you know what? That's fair because he's kind of polling <laughs> in the same direction you guys are voting. Certainly not unanimous. But a real potential to get in this year. Again, those uh, announcements will be made on January the 24th. Let's talk a little hoops, though, before we dive back into the baseball conversation. We talked so A-State men's basketball with you in the first hour, but want to check in on the A-State women and see what's on tap tonight for the Red Wolves at Southern Miss. Now, just in terms of the, you know, the basketball part of it, this is going to be a good challenge. Southern Miss is a good team. It's the first ever Sunbelt meeting between the two. Uh, it's going to tip off at 6 o'clock. It'll be, of course, here on the ticket for you with pregame coverage coming up at 5.30. But the cool storyline is is kind of what's going on in terms of the coaching staff. And, and we mentioned this yesterday, but I want to reiterate that Southern Miss is coached by Joy Lee McNellis. She is Southern Miss basketball. She was a player, a very, very good one. She was an assistant coach at one point in time, but she's been the head coach since 2004. The fun storyline, though, is the fact that one of A-State's assistants, if you're unaware, is named Connor. McNellis, of course, that is his mom that's going to be on the opposing bench tonight. 
And so you got a little bit of that family rivalry story that's going to be going on uh, when this one tips off. I, I have no doubt that if there was one game on the entire league schedule that is circled for him, it's it's surely got to be this one. But a really neat storyline to to go along. Of course, as soon as it tips off, you gotta you gotta put that storyline out the window because Southern Miss is really good. Um, they're ten and five. They're they're well coached. They got some talent. They've got uh, some good wins so far this season. They have a win over a they have a win over a North Alabama squad that Arkansas State lost to after North Alabama got uh, really really hot in that game from deep. And then so far in Sunbelt Conference play, Southern Miss is 3-1. Is and one. They just had that one setback that was actually their last time out. And it was a game against James Madison. I don't know if this is necessarily going to be, you know, Joe Foley ball uh, in terms of defense and in terms of ugliness. Uh, but they have certainly held their opponents to some pretty low-scoring outputs in some of these games so far. Held the Raging Cajuns to 43 points. Held South Alabama to 37 points. So this is a team that is certainly based around its defense. That's going to be their strength, and that's going to be the big challenge for for A-State. Now, I say that's going to be the big challenge. A-State has been able to score pretty decently throughout this 22-23 season. The issue is with getting stops for the Rebels. That's been the biggest struggle. So how will A-State be able to fare in uh, in that aspect? Now, the good news there is that the last time out when A-State was – uh, squaring off against Appalachian State last Saturday in Jonesboro, we saw a significantly better defensive performance. Held the Mountaineers to 59 points, which is one of the better defensive outings against D1 competition uh, this season. And I say against D1 competition, that's who they've all been against. So, one of the better defensive performances that A-State now gets to build on. And they will have to do that. Because again, I do anticipate it being a little bit of a tougher game from a defensive standpoint tonight there at Southern Miss. Six o'clock is your tip-off time. I think A-State is okay health-wise. Trying to remember if there's anything there noteworthy. Of course, Izzy Higginbottom is dealing with plantar fasciitis. You know, she was uh, held out a couple of weeks ago, actually right at the start of Sunbelt Conference play. So she is back, and unfortunately, that's a situation you just kind of got to manage for the season and and play through. Probably a little bit of pain there. She'll be continuing to do that for a while. But otherwise, this team is about as healthy as it's been this season coming into this one against Southern Miss. It's been since 2000 since these teams have played. That wasn't Jonesboro. Uh, it was an A-State win. But certainly not really any good comparisons you can make from that game to this game since uh, I'm guessing if it was all the way back in 2000, there's not a single player on either roster that was alive (laughs) that had been born yet uh, when this one was played. The last time there was a game in Hattiesburg was in 1999. So a long, 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 long time ago when these teams squared off. Six o'clock tonight, A-State really, really needing this one. Uh, this is a tough stretch for the Red Wolves. You've got this one tonight at Southern Miss. And then you follow that up with a game at Texas State. Texas State is 10-5. and five. And right now in the Sun Belt on the women's side of things, 
You don't want to get... It, it's a little bit more spread out. As there is still an undefeated team on the women's side of things in JMU, there's also two winless teams in A-State and South Alabama. So you don't want to get too far out of the conversation of the early going to where everything is an uphill battle late. So that's the challenge right now for A-State is just, again, try to try to get a win here or two there. And keep pace in the Sunbelt Conference. 9303776 is Scott Rowland, a Hall of Famer. Or, of course, you can weigh in on the basketball conversation. It's been a little bit of a, a news, a busy news day for A-State. We saw the baseball schedule drop earlier. Again, February the 17th is going to be the first series there for the Red Wolves at Tomlinson Stadium, Kelfield. A whole lot of home games. Most home games on the slated program history. 35, school record. Conference play begins March 17th. It's going to be a really, really tough schedule, as we knew it would be, because the Sun Belt has been and will continue to be a really, really tough league. That was a news, uh, a little bit of news that dropped earlier today. Also, in case you missed it earlier, Homefield Apparel has dropped their vintage Arkansas State collection. Some pretty cool stuff here. So what this is is they've got about uh, they've got eight products that were released. They've got it's it's mostly t-shirts. Although they do have uh like that ringer style baseball tee, they've got a crew neck, they've got a hoodie that was released as well. And some of the more interesting <laughs> tidbits with this uh with this merchandise release, one of them is is the Arkansas State red tee. We talked a little bit about red yesterday and his time as a mascot at A State. Uh, there's a national championship tee from 1970, which is really cool. But then I really do love this vintage logo tee. And actually, what's on the vintage logo tee? So, you know, the, it, the state outline of Arkansas, it's got that in red. And then it has the word state in all capital letters written diagonally across the outline of the state of Arkansas. And if you're unfamiliar with this logo or haven't seen it before... This is actually a logo that the Arkansas State track team wore at one point in time. And I think, in fact, that you've got to go back to, oh, I'm going to have to double check on the dates, early 70s? When A-State used to wear this this type of jersey for their, their track athletes. But this logo or those jerseys were affectionately referred to as the uh, the Thomas Hills. So that's the inspiration for that shirt. And I think it's uh, I think it's pretty cool. I'm trying to decide if I want to order one shirt or all the shirts or how many shirts. There's some other interesting apparel that was released as well. But uh, we'll let you have an opportunity to look through that as uh, homefieldapparel.com is where you can find that stuff. But we'll step aside and, and take a break here. 9303776 is the number to call during the break. We'll be back right after this for more of the Workday Red Zone. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. 
How excited would the little ones in your life be to meet all their favorite princesses in real life? Well, then you won't want to miss the Foundation of Arts' Princess Brunch with Friends. Guests will have the opportunity to sit down for a scrumptious meal with all their favorite princesses. After this yummy brunch, guests will get to participate in a princess sing and dance along, featuring songs and dances from the FOA's upcoming production of Frozen Junior. This event is sure to be a magical experience for the little prince or princess in your life. Our Princess Brunch with Friends will be held at the Forum Theater on January 21st from 10 to 12. Get your tickets now at foajonesboro.org, over the phone at 870-935-2726, or by visiting the Forum box office. The Foundation of Arts is sponsored by Occasions, Dacus Mini Warehouses, the Jonesboro A&P Commission, Arkansas Arts Council, and East Arkansas Broadcasters. Make today more interesting with Bentley's online sports betting action. You can bet on pro and college games with Bentley, the only online sports book in Arkansas and Tennessee. And right now, every new customer can cash in on a $250 risk-free first bet. Download the Bentley Sportsbook app now in the Apple and Google Play Store or visit Bentley.com. With Bentley, every game matters. Must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas or Tennessee to bet. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. There is a huge one-day sale this Friday the 13th at Foodsmart where you get all items at cost plus 10% at checkout. Their entire selection of Big 5 meat items are a final price of Big 6 for $22.45. Gidry's Miscut Catfish Flakes, 4-pound boxes, $14.95, limit 2. And 24 packs of Coke products are $8.12, limit 4. Be smart. Shop Foodsmart at the corner of Red Wolf and Nettleton and on G Street in Jonesboro and on Highway 367 North in Newport. Hey, John G. for George Kell Motors in Newport. It's important to know people you can trust. Sure, there's a lot of places you can buy a vehicle, but there's just a few hometown dealerships left with honest local people that will be there for you when you need them the most. George Kell Motors is one of those dealerships. We've been helping our neighbors drive dependable vehicles and save money year after year. We're hardworking folks helping hardworking folks. George Kell Motors off Highway 67, exit 85 in Newport. George Kell Motors and GMC, we are professional grade. The 2023 St. Louis Cardinals Caravan is coming to the Red Wolf Convention Center at the Embassy Suites in Jonesboro at noon on Saturday, January the 14th. The Caravan features the Cardinals' number one prospect, Jordan Walker, pitcher Andre Pallante, Arkansas native and top ten prospect, Tink Kids, Cardinal alums, Jason Simon-Tachi and Benji Molina, plus Cardinal announcer Ricky Horton. Get free autographs for the first 400 children, 15 and under. The St. Louis Cardinals Caravan, Saturday, January 14th at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro, brought to you by the EAB Sports Network. When we walk, when we reach, when we play, we're moving through life. Lately, we haven't been moving enough. An estimated 80% of Americans aren't getting their recommended daily physical activity. This is a health crisis, and the solution is in our hands and our feet. It's on our shoulders. It's on our backs. It's in our souls. It's time to move and keep moving, America. Wherever you are, however you can. Movement reduces your risk of diabetes, heart disease, and cancer. It improves your brain function, pain management, and immune system. And when you need help, physical therapists and physical therapist assistants are by your side, increasing your strength and mobility and improving your quality of life through prescribed exercise and teamwork. Because we are meant to climb, to dance, to soar, to thrive. Choose to move. Choose physical therapy. Visit ChoosePT.com. 
On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan hanging out. 9303776 is the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. Right Fiber is an internet provider that is different in all of the right ways. No contracts, no hidden fees. Plus, you get unlimited data. You can check and see if it is available for your area at rightfiber.com. Again, 9303776, the number to call. Let's do some good news before we go any further into the program. And the good news today or actually technically yesterday, is that they've been able to take Peyton Hillis off of the ventilator. He is, quote, on the road to recovery, end quote, according to his girlfriend, Angela Cole. Uh, there is reportedly still a ways ahead of him. You know, they've been continually concerned about, about his lungs, about his kidneys, after he jumped into the Gulf of Mexico last Wednesday to to save his children and, and some family friends' children from drowning. But it looks like there is there is continued progress there for Peyton Hillis. Quote, today was a good day, end quote, is how Angela Cole ended her social media update yesterday. So again, good news there. Continued prayers for, for good news, for better news. As Peyton Hillis continues his road to recovery, let's go to the phones. Check in with Zach. How are you? What's up, Kara? What's Doing up, good. man? Not a lot. It's raining here in Perigold. I'm back down the other way. Um, Missing a little bit, I guess. You said not, not pouring down, but a lot rain. We don't have the greatest vantage point out of our window, so it's hard to tell exactly what's going on unless it's like monsooning. But I can tell you, it's very gray. What's your iPhone say on the weather app? Hmm. I don't know. I haven't looked at it. Okay. I don't really. Don't worry about it. I don't really. I'm not a weather worrier. <laughs> like if I walk outside and it's raining, then I then I know it's raining. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Anyhow, it's cooled off tonight. That's for sure. It's a lot cooler than it was yesterday. Yesterday was unseasonably warm for a, a January day. Yes, that is very true. I I, I am. Uh, mm. I have recognized the fact that it's it's not warm. Yeah. Tell us, uh, Peyton. That's great news. He's doing better. You said. Yes, yes. They were able to uh, to take him off the ventilator, so that's that's a big step there. Well, that's good to hear. What he was on the cover of Madden. How long? How long's it been? Uh, he retired. I've got a note here that he retired in 2014. His best season was in 2010. So, I, so that probably means he was the cover boy on 11 in 11. Okay. Okay. Been a minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what are we talking about today? What's the hot topic? Is Scott Rowland a Hall of Famer? Well, I'll tell you what. He was – what year was he with St. Louis? He got a he got himself a World Series ring in 06, didn't he? Yes, he did. Um, I'll, let me double-check here on the exact timeline that he was in St. Louis with the Cardinals. Good third baseman with us. I mean, he's good. You know, he's, he's uh, won a couple of gold gloves. He was a real good fielder with the Phillies, you know, won a couple of gold gloves and – um, I think he was Rookie of the Year when he came out. I think he won eight total gold gloves. He was Rookie of the Year in 97, 
Spent those first six years, one, two, three, four, five, six, six and a half years with Philly and and then ended up in St. Louis from 2002 into 2007. So he's a two-time, he got to be on the Cardinals, you know, two-time uh, uh, NL pennant winner and got himself a ring. And uh, what's, what's he, what are you, what are you about, about 280, 285? In his career, yeah, he was 281. That's, that's, that's good. That's, I mean, he's got, I know he's got over 2,000 hits. Mm-hmm. He's in a 2,000 hit club. Uh, not sure about the home runs, but uh, I think those stats alone, the fact that he was a good fielding, you know, uh, uh, third baseman as well. And I, I mean, well, he made the All Star probably what, about a half a dozen times. Let me check here and count. It looks like he had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven All Star appearances, and then he finished in the top five of the MVP voting uh, once back in that 2004 year where it was like you know the MB- MVP three. I can't even talk, and it was. Roland and, and Albert and, and Edmonds that just all went absolutely insane that season. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. I, I think he's a Hall of Famer. Okay. And he was a big he was a big dude, too, wasn't he, Kara? I mean, up at third base, what was he, about 6'4", six, 6'5", six, and about 240? Yeah, he's not petite, man. He If he would have oh. decided to, you know, it would always be fascinating to think what players could play other sports. But, you know, size-wise, I mean, he would have made a, a wonderful tight end. Yeah, I mean, he's a big dude. Yeah. But uh, anyways, have y'all talked much about the NFL this weekend, the upcoming playoff games? No, we haven't. You know, we mentioned that Hillis News, and I was kind of going to segue into that because there are some interesting storylines, and, and not necessarily in on-field action this week, but I thought it was interesting today. The NFL announced, in case you guys haven't seen this, that if there is to be a Chiefs and Bills AFC championship, that it will be played at a at a neutral site. Um, so I thought that was interesting that the league went ahead and, and – well, because of that, that because the Bills have less games on their on their schedule that, than than anybody right, else, yeah. so <laughs> so typically, you know, you'd be looking at teams all playing comparable schedules, and you'd be able to decide that by highest seed and winning percentage. But you couldn't do that in in this situation. So that game, if if it's Buffalo, Kansas City, will be played well, in Atlanta. What would be a good halfway point, Cleveland? You think they're going to play it in Atlanta? Are they really? Mm-hmm. Okay, I got you. I got you. Um. Well, I know Monday the uh, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers host the Dallas Cowboys, and it, it could potentially be Tom Brady's last uh, last game if they lose. So, you know, that could be a, that's I'm sure a lot of eyes are going to be on that game there due to the fact that it could be the final, finally, you know, it's his, his last hurrah unless he wants to the wild hair and decides he wants to go somewhere else. Yeah, I just, I don't, I would just wonder about, if you go through all of the stuff that he went through in his personal life, <laughs> Just, yeah. just to play one more year, I feel like he's got another one left in him. I think so. Yes, like I, I gave, I gave up my marriage for this. Yeah, for a, a losing season, first one of my career, and you know, but I, it wouldn't surprise me, Kara. He's, you know, he's hella competitive, so it wouldn't surprise me a bit. I think he's going to play as long as he's physically able. I think. The, yeah, I agree with you hundred percent. I do agree with you. I think. Uh, one of the Super Bowls going to come out of the AFC. I think like the two teams you just mentioned, uh, KC or Buffalo. Although I think San Francisco would be, a, you know, I think I got them as a favorite coming out of the uh, the uh, NFC. NFC, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, hey Ryan, right quick, man, uh, did you catch any of the Golden Globe Awards uh, Tuesday night? I did not, man. I've seen like some news here and there, but I did. I don't usually watch the Golden Globes all that much because I feel like they're kind of like the prerequisite to the Oscars and stuff. But did you watch it? Did any good awards give out some? Deserving well, people. White Lotus, Jenner, uh, 
Stifler's mom won best uh, best uh, supporting actors for White Lotus. I heard about it. that's what I did here. Yeah, that's what yeah, I did. Jennifer here. Coolidge is her name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a hoot. But uh, I will say this: uh, Bob Odenkirk got snubbed. Uh, nothing against Yellowstone and Kevin Costner. Yep. Kevin Costner beat out Bob Odenkirk yep. for uh, best actor in the drama series. I mean, come on, man! Bob that's, Odenkirk played three different characters: Jimmy, yeah. Saul, and and Gene. And you know, that's to me, that's the bre- the best. Uh, yeah, prequel of all time. Any 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 time where someone in Breaking Bad, if Breaking Bad wouldn't have won back in 2014, that would have been a snub. Pretty much anything from that era, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, not winning an award is is a snub. I agree with you. I agree. Yeah, I mean, uh, Yellowstone's a good show, but I, I feel like uh, Bob Odenkirk, much you know, his acting chops, he gets shown a lot more than Kevin Costner did in, in Yellowstone. But I agree with you, Zach. I agree with you, man. Really yeah, disappointed, but oh well. See you guys. See yeah. ya. I was wildly out of my element. That led the end of that conversation. I watch award shows for the pretty dresses, and that's that's just it. That's that's all I got. Mm-hmm. And uh, I never know who any of these people are because I don't watch a lot of TV. Going through a list of uh, best dressed, and I've never heard of anyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On this, so so, uh, so back to the football talk we go. So I can only sound slightly less educated about the topic instead of completely and totally. Less educated about the topic. Uh, of course, so with it being the playoffs, we don't have any Thursday night NFL action tonight. Uh, the slate's going to get underway on Saturday. And then, by the way, we will have that Monday game for you, Cowboys and Buccaneers, the radio broadcast for you right here on the ticket. So looking forward to that. Uh, and that's supposed to be, at least in terms of the way Vegas sees it, one of the two most competitive games of the weekend, with Dallas only favored by two and a half. They're on the road at, at Tampa Bay also. Uh, the one that's projected to be potentially a nail ba- nail biter is uh, Chargers at Jacksonville. Chargers a two and a half point favorite. I find the Jacksonville story pretty pretty fascinating, mainly because of just how much of a dumpster fire Urban Meyer turned that organization into last year. Not that he necessarily turned the Jaguars into a dumpster fire. It's they don't have a, a significantly lengthy stretch of success behind them, but they sure did get a whole lot better after he left. Like a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot better. Because they got a much better coach, at least a much better collegiate coach in Doug Peterson this time around. And Peterson, of course, had some really good success with the Eagles a few years back, and then all of a sudden had not nearly as much success. That Eagles team kind of, uh, things went south quickly after their Super Bowl win. And the next thing you know, he was out of a job. Life comes at you fast. Sports are very much a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately situation. But after a couple years out of the league, at least in terms of as a head coach, he's done really well, really well with Jacksonville this year. That's a Saturday game. That's the nightcap, actually. First game on the slate for the entire NFL playoffs. The Seahawks at Niners. I am also on the Niners bandwagon in terms of how the NFC could shake out. And then on the Sunday slate, Dolphins at Bills. Bills a big favorite there. Giants at Vikings. Ravens at Bengals. And then again, that Monday game. Cowboys at Bucks. So it should be a fun NFL weekend as the playoffs get underway. Again, with the way they kind of shook everything up, the only teams that get a bye anymore are the one seats in in both leagues. 
So everything is uh, a little bit different this year since they expanded the schedule, changed the playoffs, and, and all of that good stuff. Let's go ahead and step aside. 9303776, of course, is the number to call during the break. Is Scott Rowland a Hall of Famer? We'll talk a little bit more about that. We've got the Cardinals Caravan coming up on Saturday. All that info on the way next year on the ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. It's a brand new year. And Local Tire and Wheel wants to pay you. In January, Local Tire and Wheel will give a $50 Walmart gift card to every customer that gets four new tires with their six-month same-as-cash deal. So we survived the holidays, and there's no doubt that the strain of buying Christmas gifts can cause some pain in your pocket. And that's why Local Tire and Wheel is extending their Christmas gift giving. Get four brand new tires for your ride. Six months, same as cash, and Local Tire and Wheel will give you a $50 Walmart gift card. So you get new tires today and peace of mind with roadside assistance. And Local Tire and Wheel will build a payment plan to fit your budget with no credit check and everyone approved. And in January, every single customer who takes advantage of Local Tire and Wheels' six-month same-as-cash deal will receive a $50 Walmart gift card. It's like they're paying you to get new tires. Six-month same-as-cash. Payments to fit your budget. No credit check and everyone approved. Local Tire and Wheel. 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. LocalTireAndWheel.com. And on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jonesboro. New homeowners across the region continue to be thrilled with just how easy their home buying process was made thanks to the folks at First Financial Mortgage. Here's what Joe had to say. Mary and her team at First Financial Mortgage were excellent. I never had any worries, even with all my many questions. They guided me in the best way and made my worries disappear. Professional, kind, and considerate. Call Mary Tucker or Katie Ingram today, 935-7808. First Financial Mortgage, proud supporters of A-State Athletics. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Colson Group USA is the largest manufacturer of caster and wheel products responsible for the most trusted and highest quality mobility solutions available in the world today. Colson Group is looking for qualified individuals to join our team. Colson Group has an opening at their Monette location for a manufacturing engineer with some plastics and injection molding experience. Apply today. Visit our website at colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. That's colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. Colson Group USA is an equal opportunity employer. You'll be hearing a lot about Medicare as you approach age 65, and Woody Harrelson wants to help you learn about your options and make the decision that's best for you. Call Woody at 870-897-5000 or come by 2512 Alexander Drive in Jonesboro today to learn how Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shields Medicare plans offer the right peace of mind for your needs and budget. Woody Harrelson is a soliciting agent of Arkansas Blue Cross. Plans available only to residents of Arkansas. Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield is an HMO and PFFS plan with a Medicare contract. Enrollment at Arkansas Blue Cross depends on contract renewal. Whether you're building a home repairing it or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust J.T. White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name the pros trust and the one used on the most building sites. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A-State Red Wolves. The Northeast Arkansas Bryant Expo, the largest bridal expo in the region, is coming up Sunday, January the 29th. This is our 26th year for the Bridal Expo, where we've connected over 7,000 brides with businesses all over the area to create their dream wedding. For booth space for the Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, contact Lori at 870-930-0910. That's 870-930-0910. It's the largest bridal expo in Northeast Arkansas. Sunday, January 29th at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. Don't delay. Call for booth space today at 870-930-0910. 
870-930-0910. Farming is dangerous. There's dangers all around us. We go through safety training and try and do these things to make sure accidents don't happen. You don't want to hit a gas pipe because that's your life. The other part of it is if you hit certain things, you're liable for it. Farm Safe 811 starts with you. Always call 811 and wait for any underground lines to be marked. Always keep safety in the back of your mind. Just stay humble. For more information, go to farmsafe811.org. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan hanging out. 9303776 is the number on the Ride Fiber Hotline. Is Scott Rowland a Hall of Famer? Yes or no? 55 to 45 is about how that vote is shaking out right now. In terms of 55% of you saying yes, he is. 45% of you saying, well, no, he's not. It's been interesting to watch his, his vote total rise over the past few years since he's been on the ballot. This is your sixth for rolling on the ballot. And of course, a refresher, um, you can be on the ballot for, for 10 years. The very first year, he received 10% of the votes. The second year, 17%, then 35, 53, 63% last year. And so it's been really, really interesting to see that vote total increase. Now, there's a lot of different ways or reasons that that could be the case. One, writers can only vote for 10 candidates a year. So say, I don't remember who was on the ballot in Scott Rowland's first year, but say that was a year where there there were a lot of players on there that a lot of people felt like were Hall of Famers. You can only vote for 10, so he didn't get that vote. That's part of it. Also, the way we continue to evaluate players changes. And that is across all sports. Um, a lot of it is is a lot more analytic-y. <laughs> For lack of a, a better word, or for just make it up a word, since that is that is clearly not a word, but it's a lot more analytical, analytically draft driven. Easy for me to say than it was in years past. So the way players are evaluated, especially defensively, continues to change. And Scott Rowland was defensively gifted throughout his entire career. And had some incredible offensive seasons at his peak as well. The knock probably on Roland is that once he got north of 30, we didn't see him a lot. He never played more than, he played 142 games the year that he was 31 years old and then The next closest to that, he played 133 games when he was 35. But, you know, the year that he turned 30, he was limited by injury there with the Cardinals. And so he never quite got to that number of games that that he was playing in his late 20s when he was at his absolute peak. Now, his peak years were pretty good. None more so than in 2004 where he finished... In the top five of the MVP voting, he was an all-star. He was a Gold Glove Award winner. He batted <laughs> 314, drove it 124, hit 34 home runs. And again, played Gold Glove defense on top of it. 
So why, when he was good, he was really, really good. One of history's greatest defensive third baseman. Now, gold gloves are certainly not an accurate measure of how good a player is defensively. Unfortunately, over the years, they've kind of been a little bit of a, a popularity contest. Now, that's good if you win one, because if you win one, you're going to continue to win them over and over and over again for your career. But sometimes it takes a little bit to get going, and unfortunately, sometimes voters of uh, those Gold Glove Awards let uh, a player's offense cloud their judgment on what should be strictly a defensive award. That being said, you know, Roland won eight Gold Gloves, and that's the fourth most all-time among third basemen. Brooks Robinson... The clear number one there. And then Mike Schmidt and Nolan Arenado both have 10 apiece. But you look at the defensive metrics, wins above replacement on defense, defensive runs saved, things like that. He just had superior stats. And of course he was, you know, pretty good with the bat as well. So if you add those things together, he stacks up pretty well against other Hall of Fame third baseman. Now, there's not a ton of Hall of Fame third baseman. There are... Let me double check on how many there are. When you look at what positions Hall of Famers play their games at in terms of, you know, position players and and not pitchers, first baseman and right fielders have huge representation in the Hall of Fame. So do left fielders and shortstops. But then nobody, <laughs> the, only, the only position that has fewer innings played in the Hall of Fame than third base is it catcher. And of course, catcher is incredibly unique and not, you can't really do a good apples to apples comparison between what a catcher does on the field and, and really any other player. It's completely different. There's only 17 listed third basemen on the Hall of Fame site, and 16 of those 70 were born before 1960. 12 of them were, were born before World War II. Only Chipper Jones was born in the last six decades. So this has been a position that is, that is underrepresented. Up, in the hall. Now, not that Roland should get in just because he's a third baseman, but because of the offensive and defensive numbers that that we discussed earlier. Again, it's uh, Ryan Thibodeau that keeps up with a Hall of Fame ballot tracker, and he is on Twitter at not Mister Tibbs T I B B S, and he's got a link in his bio where you can go in and you can look at all of the public votes so far. And see where your guys is is poll is polling right now. So even if you're you know not a if you're not if Scott Rowland's not your guy, you can check on the percentages for Billy Wagner. You can check on the percentages for Todd Helton, for Andrew Jones, for Mark Burley. It's really cool to scroll scroll through this, and I check it every every couple of days just because I want to see where Scott Rowland is at. There's still a ton of ballots that still have yet to be turned in. It's a long way from uh, officially knowing. Who's going to be announced, but that announcement, it's going to come on January 
the 24th. Uh, if you were hoping to maybe ask some of the guys attending the Cardinals caravan, or maybe Ricky Horton, about what Matt Holliday was going to bring to this organization as a bench coach, well, about that, he is no longer with the team. In fact, Matt Holliday, who was, I, I can't, it, it hasn't been that long since he was announced as the bench coach for the Cardinals. He has already resigned. I have no idea what's going on there. Supposedly, it was due to the fact that uh, it was a, a time management thing, wanted to spend more time with his family. But Joe McEwing is going to be the bench coach for the 2023 season. He has spent the last 15 years coaching the White Sox organization. Most recently as the third base coach, and he was also the bench coach from 17 to 20. And back in the day, he was a Cardinal super utility guy. But just interesting that... Uh, that Holiday was with the organization for such a short amount of time. And honestly, I thought it was like a month ago that uh, that he was announced as a bench coach. It was actually all the way back on November the 6th. But that was that was quick. <laughs> that was that was super quick for the Cardinals. Uh changing gears and looking at the caravan, of course that's coming up on Saturday at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center noon is when that will get underway. Uh, the EAB staff, hey, we're going to be out there with you at 10 a.m. to start handing out autograph tickets. So the way this event works is you'll swing by a little bit before noon with the kiddo and pick up an autograph ticket. Autograph tickets are good for kids 15 and under, one ticket per child. And then that autograph ticket enables them to get an autograph from each current Cardinal or Cardinal alum. So come by, you get the autograph ticket, and then uh, at noon, the event will start. Ricky Horton will be there. He'll introduce these guys. He'll talk a little bit, I'm sure, about 2022, what's to come in 2023. It'll be a really fun Q&A session where if you have a question for the Cardinals, hey, you might just get that opportunity to ask them in person. If you've got a question for Jordan Walker or Tim Kintz or Andre Pilate, you might just get your shot to, to throw that their way. Really cool event. Now, you don't have to have a kid <laughs> to come in and take part in this event. It's just that the autographs are for children only. You can still come and watch this event. You can still come and listen to the Q&A, listen to the program. That's, that's open to anybody at the Embassy Suites. Just that the autographs are for kids only. That is the Cardinals policy. So that is what we abide by here at the ticket if you need more information it's at 953theticket.com if there's anything we didn't ask uh, or answer anything that we've been talking about that you still have questions about there's even a phone number to call there and find out more info but the guys you're going to see on saturday a top organization prospect jordan walker just 20 years old has flew up <laughs> the or the prospect rankings since he was drafted back in 2020 you're going to see another 2020 draft team, that's Tim Kentz. A guy who played his high school ball not too far down the road at Watson Chapel in Pine Bluff. They're going to be joined by Andre Pallante, who pitched a, a decent amount of innings this year in the majors. He had some good success, too. He's going to be there. The Cardinal alumni at the event, Jason Simon Tachi. 
who pitched with the Cardinals back in the early 2000s. Also, Benji Molina, who is both an alum and a broadcaster. Of course, he didn't play for the Cardinals, but he was a coach for a season after he uh, after he was done with his playing career. He's now the Cardinals Spanish language color commentator. I got a hunch he knows some pretty good stuff about that Yachty guy as well. <laughs> and then the whole event is going to be emceed by Ricky Horton. A guy who has uh, been with the Cardinals for so long. Of course, he's pitched for the Cardinals. And then he's been, he's had a broadcaster hat on for years and years and years and years. And last year did the color commentary on our Cardinal broadcast that you could have heard on 95.9 The Wolf. So really, really looking forward to seeing this contingent in Jonesboro. It is the only Cardinals caravan stop in the state of Arkansas. So I hope you guys are making plans to come out with us. CavanaughCars.com question. Is Scott Rowland a Hall of Famer? Last call on that vote. Phone lines open during the break at 9303776. But we'll step aside one more time. Come back and wrap things up on today's Workday Red Zone. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. In a new year with many changes to come, one thing you can always count on staying the same is Mr. T's being open 365 days a year in 2023. Mr. T's is the home of the coldest beer at the absolute lowest prices. And no matter which direction you're coming from, it's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. Either cross those Kahlua-colored waters of the St. Francis River at Riverside or head to Mr. T's Express in Red Onion, Missouri. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. No matter the vehicle, when it's time to service your ride, go to the place that promises an honest job at a fair price at Purcell Tire and Service Center. Whether you're in a heavy-duty truck, a light truck, or a passenger vehicle, Purcell is home to the lowest price around on quality Michelin tires, plus free alignment checks on their state-of-the-art Hunter alignment machine. And every Tuesday is Ladies' Day at Purcell, where all ladies get an oil change, tire rotation, and brake inspection for just $37.95. Call 972-TIRE and visit Purcell Tire and Service Center, Parker and Caraway Road, Jonesboro. Experience meets in at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. After more than 135 years of servicing our East Arkansas communities, we are the region's largest independently owned bank. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas continues to invest in new products and services to best serve all our banking customers. This year, we've rolled out mobile pay technology, enabled mobile depositing from wherever you are, and a new Roundup savings feature to help you take charge of your savings. Come and see what's new at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, member FDIC. Did you know you have access to medical weight loss within the only integrated health system in Northeast Arkansas? Get a head start on your 2023 health and fitness by booking an appointment with the NEA Baptist Weight Management Clinic. Crush your goals and feel the results while saving money with the lowest cash price in town. Call 936-8000 to book your appointment with the NEA Baptist Weight Management Clinic and let nurse practitioner Angie Jones tailor a plan specifically for you. That's 936-8000 NEA Baptist Weight Management Clinic. Medical weight loss you can trust. Hi there. This is Tara and Henry Ford here from Harris Ford. You know, things have changed in the auto retail business. Here at Harris Ford, we are doing our best to make those changes for the better. Come and experience a better way to buy your next ride. At Harris Ford, we add to our inventory daily to make sure you have the selection you want. See our catalog of vehicles at harris-ford.com. Or even better, come give one a test drive. President's Award Service is what we offer at Harris Ford. Exit 85 off 67 in Newport. The 2023 St. Louis Cardinals Caravan is coming to the Red Wolf Convention Center at the Embassy Suites in Jonesboro at noon on Saturday, January the 14th. The Caravan features the Cardinals' number one prospect, Jordan Walker, pitcher Andre Pallante, Arkansas native and top 10 prospect, 
15 kids, Cardinal alums Jason Simontachi and Benji Molina, plus Cardinal announcer Ricky Horton. Get free autographs for the first 400 children 15 and under. The St. Louis Cardinals Caravan, Saturday, January 14th at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro, brought to you by the EAB Sports Network. So I wanted to talk with you and your mom today, Lily, because some people at school have noticed changes going on with you, and we're concerned. Like what? Who? Some of your friends, teachers. Sounds like you've lost interest in a lot of things lately. You're hanging with new friends? So? So, individually, maybe those things are no big deal. But taken together, and then the incident the other day, you were with Derek when he was caught selling marijuana. Yeah, he was selling it. Honey, we know. But we care about you and and want to know what's going on. That's right. We just want to understand better and see how we might help. And if weed is a part of it, we just want to make sure you understand the negative consequences for someone your age. The physical and mental health effects, poor decision-making, and the confusing legal aspects these days. So what do you say? Can we talk? For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. It's the home stretch here on the Workday Red Zone, 9303-776. The number to call is Scott Rowland, a Hall of Famer. That's been our KavanaughCars.com question today. You can head to KavanaughCars.com to pick out your new or new to you ride. It's easy enough. They've got their full inventory online right there. So you can search through their new inventory. You can search through their pre-owned inventory you can search by vehicle style if you haven't got your heart set on anything yet of course you could you can search by price as well since most of us out here are not exactly dealing with unlimited budgets especially since nobody's won that mega millions yet but uh, when you do win that mega millions and you need to buy a vehicle <laughs> head to cavanaughcars.com i haven't even looked at, at what that's up to at this point in time the last drawing was what tuesday night and There was no winner there, so now it is looking like $1.35 billion is going to be the prize for the next drawing, which is coming up Friday night. So $1.35 billion, and uh, you'll be hit with, you know, a pretty significant tax bill. But I feel like I could probably, you know, make do <laughs> with the, uh, you know, I don't need 1.35 billion. Just, just throw, throw a couple, couple million, couple million my way. That's it. That's it. That's not, that's not crazy, right? Uh, Yeah, your tax bill would be at least $170 million, but no big deal. Actually. About $260 million. Whatever. It's, I don't even know why I'm even talking about these numbers. I don't even... These are just numbers on a page to me. I cannot wrap my head around that amount of money. Especially when I look at my personal bank account balance right now. Let's switch gears. Grizzlies in action last night. And a game you could have heard right here on the ticket against the Spurs. Man, the Spurs are pesky. Not that that's necessarily something that, that wasn't known 
uh, because they certainly showed that uh, the game before last when they squared off against the Grizzlies in, in Memphis. And, of course, with that being a Greg Popovich-coached team, I uh, certainly didn't think there was any situation where they were just going to walk in the door and just lay down. But the Grizzlies didn't necessarily start that game strong, and they didn't necessarily close that game strong. But they had such an absolutely ridiculous second quarter that it was just tough for the Spurs to keep up. The Grizzlies put up 44 in the second quarter, and I don't know if they missed anything. Um, You just had ridiculous, ridiculous shots from like Desmond Bain, who pretty much shot a half-court shot at one point in time that went in. John Morant hit some threes there in the second quarter. Santi Aldama was hitting from deep in the second quarter. Uh, there was just if if they even generally if they even threw it in the the general direction of the hoop in the second quarter of that game it it went in so because they were able to put up forty four had enough of a cushion that they were able to fend off the Spurs late Grizzlies now eighteen and three at FedEx Forum. They just do not lose there. They're 28-13 overall. So they continue to maintain their hold atop the Western Conference standings. Is there, well, I say uh, their hold. They're tied with the Nuggets. But the Grizzlies playing well. It was fun to see Jack, uh, Ja back on the court last night. And of course, uh, expected big things in his return. And, and he delivered. With 38 points. But he was um, not by any stretch only standout. Jaron Jackson Jr., you know, as long as he is able to stay on the court, is just such a huge asset. Saw an article today from 538 that had had him as the front runner in terms of the defensive player of the year voting. So he went out and had a 21-point, 12-rebound performance. Steven Adams continues to be I just it's it's unreal what he's doing on the glass as of late. He had one game either last game or the game before last where he got in a little bit of foul trouble and didn't put up absolutely ridiculous defensive numbers. But that's I mean, that was like one game in the last ten where he hasn't just had a monster performance. And last night he had he had eighteen rebounds last night. He had seven O rebounds last night and he had eleven points to go with it. So you just had production from everywhere. And even though Ja was back, Tyus Jones continued to play very well. Also, 16 points and, and three assists and two steals. So right now, when you look at this Grizzlies team and why they'll be such a challenge in the playoffs, you've got the, the best, you've got the most athletic and most um, highlight-worthy player in the association in Jaw. got the best defensive player in the league in Jaron. You've got the best rebounder, or at least offensive rebounder, in the league in Steven Adams. You get the best backup point guard in the league in Tyus Jones. You'd have a player that would be in the running for most annoying, uh, most annoying defensive player in the league in Dylan Jones if it wasn't for like Pat Beverly. But you've got just so much talent there. Grizzlies are going to have to continue to play well. They play the Pacers coming up on Saturday. That's the next game on the slate. We'll probably talk more about it tomorrow. Also, tomorrow we'll be doing a lot of recapping. In terms of Arkansas State basketball, men and women at it tonight. And, of course, we'll look ahead to everything going on in the week, including some NFL action. And, and who knows? Who knows what else we'll get into tomorrow when we wrap up the week. But that wraps up a Thursday. 
Thank you to Keith Merritt for hanging out in hour one. Keep it here. Dan Patrick is on the way next, followed by The Drive at 3 o'clock. Have it here in the morning for the Front Row with Budrow at 7. RWRC Radio with JC comes your way at 10. The Workday Red Zone will return tomorrow at noon. For Ryan, for Alex, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great day.